What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back to Good Looks Podcast. Uh, new episode for you today. Uh, great episode. We got Josiah McFadden back on the line. Uh, I had a phone call in. We're practicing our social distancing here at the Good Looks Pod. Cover some great topics, uh, starting off kind of with what we've been up to here during quarantine, going on week three or four, and as well as, obviously, NFL offseason moves. A lot, of, a lot of big names going everywhere, especially our, our boy. Uh, our Lord and Savior, Tom Brady, um, as we know, and as well as the NBA, man. We talk a lot about Chicago Bulls, Minnesota Timberwolves, kind of what we think the NBA is going to do um, during this time. So enjoy, everybody. Enjoy, Josiah. We'll be back at you next week um, via phone as well up until uh, this quarantine's up. Enjoy, guys. time guest here today well actually not guest host josiah mcfadden it's been a while man how you doing joe you know what things have been better but things could be worse yeah man i uh kind of as we talked about we're finally getting in the routine the swing of things man the uh stay-at-home life we've come up on three weeks or almost a month now and uh i feel like it's it's not you know it's not the best thing but it's it's not the worst, right? You get you probably got your routine down. Yeah, feeling pretty comfortable you know, with it. I yeah. feel like once you get comfortable, and you you get a better understanding of what we're facing, I think we all all appreciate a little bit of time off our feet in the crib chilling. Yep, I know, and I yeah, it does give you a little more appreciation for when you can actually get out there, go to restaurants, go to events. You know, watching old games and everything—it's crazy to see a crowd, <laughs> yeah, so close to each other. Yeah, You're like wow. It's, it's also funny. Like I don't know about you, but I've been trying to get out and get in a walk, and then you see a crowd of people. Well, it doesn't have to be that many people, but let's say it's like seven people. You, you start to get concerned. You start to wonder. <laughs> I know you get like. You're like, <laughs> what are these criminals doing? I know these crazy yeah. people, man. Yeah. They're like, they're hanging out close to each other. Yeah. yeah, no, it's. It's, I mean, I was so, like, you, it's great to get outside, right? Like, still do the social distancing, but just going on walks, going on runs, just trying to trying to get some fresh air. I feel like it's super healthy during this time. But we, me and my roommates, so, like, there's seven of us. Hey, so there, we're like, there it okay, is right we there. all live together. Group of seven. Yeah, group of seven. So we're at the park playing basketball, right? And there's, like, five of us who go play. And it's hard because if like some little kids come up and they want to play or like some guys want to play two on two, three on three, you almost kind of have to say no. Because like when as much as you want to include them and everything. Like, you want to play three on three? Yeah. No, we like, well, as of three weeks ago, we were doing that, right? Uh, once it started to get kind of nice out and then as things have changed, we've stopped doing that. And we just kind of shoot and do our own thing separate from somebody else on a different hoop and yeah somebody had come up to us asked to play three on three and we had to be like honestly probably shouldn't do that um just kind of due to the guidelines in place which sucks but 
I feel like it's what you have to do um, in this situation, yeah. you know. I've, you know, sadly enough. Uh, worst comes to worst, just blame it on the guidelines. I know. I know. I feel like – and it's I, – I, do you have anyone you know that's been to Hitler? No, nobody that I know personally. Corona? Okay. Yeah, I've heard friend of friends, but I haven't known, I feel like, anyone super well who's got yeah. it, but that we know mm-hmm. of. It's a goofy one because you know it stays so mild in some people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like our boy Boris. Did you see this Boris Johnson thing? Oh, man? yeah. You know, he, uh, he might not make it, dude. He shook hands. Correct me no, if I'm wrong yeah, here. I was listening yeah, to I saw that with to a John Oliver who's shaking hands with people with coronavirus, yeah. <laughs> and then contracted the disease and is now in the yeah. ICU. That's not, uh, I mean, I hope he pulls it through, but man, I, that, like, I don't even, I don't understand the British government enough to know what the next steps are in that, in that situation, but. Do they, I, I assume they have a deputy um, prime minister. I, I mean, I don't know. They might. I don't know, man. It's wild. All I'm saying is if he goes down, that means we're all in trouble because they can, they couldn't save a head of state. They're not going to save some random person in Minneapolis. Yeah, no, that would instill quite a bit of fear <laughs> in the uh, in the pop. I mean, even I mean, an example like Carl Anthony Towns. That, well, how's she doing? Did she, right did she? Has there been any progress? I don't know. I haven't seen an update on it um, from him or the media since the last week video that he shared. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously wishing her the best. But that's, I mean, it, it kind of, you know, obviously hits anyone. So kind of a tough situation. But um, yeah, man. Otherwise, you know, entertainment wise, what do you, what do you got going on? Like, I know on my end, we got a lot of video games <laughs> going on here. Cards, oh. whipping out hearts. hearts. I'm sure a lot of listeners What's love that about? hearts. It's just a card game, classic card game. You can play with like, honestly, four, four or five is probably the best. Four is the best number. Classic. It's not necessarily a trump. Hearts are like points that you don't want to have, and you try and slough them okay. on tricks. It's a card game. Yeah. Um, Catan. Okay. That's a decent one. We've been playing a game called Secret Hitler. You Sounds like game. something I would not enjoy. You would like the game, sadly. Secret it's like. It's have you played Mafia? Um, I don't know. It's like a mental game where you got majority of people are good, a couple are bad, which is obviously the Hitler party. Yeah. <laughs> and um, those people are trying to blend it with the good people to win the game, essentially. So it's pretty much a mind game. You're doing a lot of lying, doing a lot of blending in, but dude, it's it's a, uh, it's a hmm. good time. Good time. What about you, man? What you got going on? Any good films, you know, shows? I have been taking in some films and some shows. Been playing, I've been playing oh, a lot yeah. of video games. I, uh, a couple of shows I want to talk about. Devs on FX, phenomenal show. What? It's called what Devs, it called? like short for developer. Uh, okay. It's by Alex Garland, the same guy that did Twenty Eight Days Later and uh, Ex Machina, Annihilation. I think about two years ago. It's just a, it's a wow. great show. It's got um, Ron Swanson, believe it or not, in a dramatic role. Yeah, wow. he does a fantastic job. It looks great. It's a great story. Um, another one okay. I've been checking out, also FX on Hulu, uh, Mr. In Between. Man, let me tell you something okay. about this show. 
it's just so grounded. And I and I love the portrayal of the main character. He's just a he's a you know, I'd say he's a he's a good guy, or maybe more I should say a likable guy. Uh okay. You know, he's a great brother, he's got a daughter. Just happens to be a hitman. So yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. It's, I know some of the fans out there be saying, kind of sounds like Barry. Let me stop you there. Barry is a little bit more zany. And, and like I said before, this one is more grounded. He's not doing ridiculous things. I feel like Barry has just got like almost superhuman abilities. That's not the case with this show. You know? And, uh, okay. but it, it's, okay. you know, when it gets into season two, it's a surprisingly cerebral and dark show, you know? You don't see that on the surface okay. level, but when you start watching, you're like, "Wow, this is it, it's it's." Well, it's, it's a hitman. That's yeah, gotta get pretty dark. It's like I'm talking about like not. It's just not really about him killing people. It's about like his relationships with his, you know, his family. And, the you know, depth. It's just it, it's he's a very deep character for somebody that you wouldn't expect that from. And wow. uh, then okay. one more I've been checking out on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's called Zero 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 Man. Okay. One of the best crime shows I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Zero, zero, zero. It's about. I need to uh, check that one. Okay. It's like the drug trade, but from the view of the buyers who are uh, the Italian mafia, the the sellers um, (laughs) who are um, the Mexican drug cartel, then the brokers who are uh, these Americans from New Orleans. And it's, let me tell you, it's something. Great acting, great okay. action. Zero, zero, But it's zero. almost like... Okay. But it's not just like dumb action. It's just... It, it's a phenomenal show. I would check it out. If you like Narcos, I'd check this out. I think it's better. I was going to bring up... I was about to start both Narcos and oh, Ozark. Uh, is Ozark. Season three. One of the best I've seen. I've heard... I've heard phenomenal things about it. Yeah. So I need to... I think I'm going to start Ozark tonight. Um, start seeing what that's about. I've seen part of season mm-hmm. one, the Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Love Jason Bateman, man. Ever since Arrested Development. Jason Bateman, I really appreciate his ability um, to go serious. Oh, yeah. It, it's It kind of came out of nowhere. I know, I always saw him yeah. as a funny guy, and then after seeing him in more, a couple yeah, more serious roles. he did the same roles, thing in the outside um, earlier this year. But... Yep. And the, like I've seen him in office yeah. Christmas party. <laughs> like, there's a whole, I, you know. I will say there's a lot of layers to the guy. Even though he's gone serious, he's still playing that same guy that like tries to talk his way out of situations and is getting screwed by everything and everybody. It's the same yep. guy. Every yep. every role is the same guy. Yep, that's he's he's always getting screwed, dude. He is. Um, I'm trying to think. So I've. You're gonna you're gonna love my list I'm about to give you of a couple movies that I've seen recently that I actually I liked. Um, big Will Smith <laughs> guy, um, and this came uh, recommended, but I watched Hitch, yeah, which was on classic. Netflix with Will Smith. Classic movie, hilarious. Had not seen it. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Who's the actress in that movie? Uh, Is it Mila Kunis? I think. I got Mila it right now. Um... Kevin James. <laughs> no, you know who it is? It's um Eva Mendez. Yeah. Eva yeah. Mendez. That's who it is. 
She's gorgeous, man. Paula Patton's um, in it too. Which, yep, yep. Um, what else? And then I watched uh, also recommended due to LeBron James, who did an Trainwreck? awesome job in this movie. Yeah. Trainwreck. I haven't seen Super it. Super good, man. Highly recommend that one. It's a quick watch, easy, like a little yeah. rom com situation. Um, who's the uh, SNL actor in that movie? It's a, uh, yep, Bill Hader. He does a great job. Um, and one second, what was the other one? The one I watched today, um, Tropic Thunder. I've never really? seen Tropic Thunder. That's a classic. <laughs> With Stiller, dude, classic. Jack Black. <laughs> Some of the jokes, I mean, the, black the black face, face and the, the, the uh, what's the uh, the retard? Sorry, <laughs> I know. I have to I know, that one out and uh, post. Uh, it it. I, I wish not? we could, man. I wish we could, but no, we can't. Sadly, but no, I I know those. Uh, <laughs> well, it should have been our word. It should have been our word. But um, yeah, it kind of ages in a funny way because I I. Arguably, you couldn't oh, make no that chance. movie. Oh, my no, goodness. You could not. You get blown out no of chance. Thing. But you it was get, 2008. That's a long time ago. Think, as you well know, yeah. this is not the same earth as it was in 2008 for, on so many levels. So I have a question. But I have a question. So Robert Downey Jr. has listened to an interview on Joe oh, Rogan. And uh, he, they, Joe Rogan, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And they, they talked about this movie a little bit. And... They talked about the blackface and how, like, that would obviously not be okay right now. Um, I, I'm just surprised it was okay then. Right? Yeah, you know that is <laughs> 2008. weird. But it's just like, yeah. I mean, I don't. I feel like this is a, this is hard, something that's hard to explain. And I don't necessarily yeah. know if we should have let him get away with it. I mean, I understand that it was a joke, mm-hmm. and it seems like, yeah. The populations, the greater population's ability to take a joke has diminished substantially. But also, does that that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that's a bad thing? I know. No, I agree. I agree. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a bold move. I'm, and it sounded like Stiller got most of the hit hits at the time, um, kind yeah. of for the controversial stuff. I mean, but, but it wasn't dude, too, was like, um, too intense by any means. And he directed sure he, it. Um, Robert Downey Jr. presented at the, at the Oscars as that character. Yeah, so. It oh, a, really? <laughs> it's a different time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he uh, he said, well, the, during that, he was doing Iron Man, Sherlock Holmes, and Tropic Thunder all in that, like, 2008-09 time. So he was, dude, he was on yeah. fire. He's, his bank account um, was on fire. For that couple of years right there. Yeah, man, he... uh talented talented dude but yeah man but we want to try to I think any other movies man. i mean i'm trying to it's pretty good that's pretty good. oh how was invisible man it, but... <laughs> yeah i was it was, oh, okay. yeah, it was pretty okay. good okay. It, it was pretty it good was a lot better than i thought it was going to be uh so you know okay oh uh, man what's the actress's name uh elizabeth moss she's always good she, you know handmaid's okay. tale pinky from mad man yep um, she does yep. a good, uh, good character in distress, you know, she's got, okay. she lets you know okay. she's in distress. She does a good job. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, uh, have you seen the town? And I flagged Jeremy Renner. Okay. Yep. That was when I watched probably a month ago. I liked that one a lot. Since he came out in like what, 2009? Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's another 08. Oh, dude, I've been stuck in that late. There's a lot of good stuff. You got to check out The Descendants with, uh, oh, man, what's his name? Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking. Uh, Ocean's 12, Ocean's 11. George Clooney, yeah. George Clooney? Yeah, that's a good one. The Descendants. That's a good one. It's like what is a family this? drama. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to ruin anything. Let's check it out. It is good. It's good. This looks good. Hey, 88% Rotten you know Tomatoes, what? man. You got to check out Medicare. Yeah. I feel like it's a, yeah, I feel like it's really? a better, Much better. Um, indicator. You get, it's, you know. Okay. All right. I feel it's like more, I, uh, it's more, yeah, educated. It's more educated. I think it's more accurate. They, they're a little stingy, but I'd rather something be okay. stingy than generous when it comes to ratings. Okay. Noted. Noted, man. So, let's dive right in, man. Um, we're going to kind of start with the NFL. Migrate our way over to the NBA, as we feel. But uh, I know you, you've got some thoughts on the Chicago Bears move. As odd as they've been, Mr. Nick well, Foles, you know, before we get Super Bowl champion. Foles. Quarterback. Let's get to Jimmy Graham. Where do we want? Yeah, that that. I've been oh, hearing all these man, excuses that, that from the organization. Oh, he he's a great fit. He fits the scheme. The offense is exactly what we need. That's great. I love to see that you're getting somebody that fits the offense. But there's no need to pay that person nine million guarantee when they haven't performed in five years. Yeah, that man. He's a yeah. shell of himself. Ever since he had what one good year, one good and, year and in Seattle, is, maybe my judge, my 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 trust in these guys' judgment is low because yeah. of some of the decisions they've made recently. Yep. I mean, you can can you trust? Yep. Any moves that anyone makes after they passed up on two possible uh, top quarterbacks that uh, that we'll ever see play football. You trust them when they make another yep. boneheaded, out of nowhere move by signing this old dude? We don't even know if he can move anymore. I mean, like, the issue that I have is that these guys are just stuck in the past and stuck in what they've known. Same thing is from Nick Foles. They've known him. They've yep. got three coaches on the roster that have coached him. So they got Nick Foles. Ryan Pace, the GM of the Bears, was in the Saints, was with the Saints front office when Jimmy Graham was doing his thing. So they picked up Jimmy Graham. I feel like you can't build your team or pay okay. guys based on what happened five years ago. I mean, no, that. Uh, what What are your thoughts on uh, on I mean, Matt Nagy? I, my my. I know well, he's no, not directly it involved. It sounded in like decisions, he was very just, involved I've heard in both of these from... decisions. Oh yeah. Oh really? Okay. But he was co-signing okay. 100% um, when I was listening to their press conference they had a couple of days ago. On these... My thing with him is I feel like he's good, but I think that the issue that he had last year is just trying to jam a square peg into a round hole. He was not really building his offense around his players. He was trying to force his players to be in his offense, and you saw where that got us. And I what did you guys finish? Eight, I, I know eight, I blocked nine, it out of my memory. Eight, eight. But the the thing is, I think it was the eight, issue eight, is, so far, I have not seen him have the capacity 
to change. His stubbornness, his, his dude. Yeah, time and time again, if you're running Cordero Patterson on third and one with a toss to the left side of the yeah, field, he just a, gets uh, negative yards time and time again. Oh my goodness. Yep. Yeah, Is Cordero yeah, on, on the team again this year? Space. I don't I, like Cordero that, all that I much. I think man. That having a kick return um, is actually very valuable. But, I mean. Yeah, but use him for that. I think that. See that Nagy being the offensive genius that he was, and then will, you know, crowned to be, thinks that oh, he has this gadget player and he can do incredible things with him. He can be the one to unlock him. Yeah, but, he's just a weapon. But you know, yeah. anyway, that's Jimmy Graham, Nick Foles. You know, okay, they do. They don't have the same contract that the uh, that the Jaguars had, so it's not that bad. I mean, of course, I would have rather had Cam Newton, but I think the issue there is with the coronavirus running rampant through the streets, they weren't able to get a, you know, nobody could actually do physicals. And when you can't do physicals, you don't really know mm-hmm. what Cam has. But, you can't know, evaluate. I mean, it's not like Nick Foles is the most healthy guy on the planet. The dude gets hurt like every year. And then yeah. they were saying, oh, they were concerned about Cam uh, Newton's injury yep. history. I mean, Nick Foles probably arguably has a worse injury history. I mean, I know Cam has had the nagging issue with his shoulder. I mean, at the the foot last year. But, I mean, I think I'd rather trust somebody that has the pedigree of Cam Newton to come back. I mean, yeah, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Great. But what has he done outside of that? Not much. I mean, he's not horrible. He's not horrible. Yep. We know no, that he I, played. He, he's better than Mitch Trubisky at this point. But I think the best case scenario, you know, I've been hearing this from a lot of uh, the Bears talking heads in the media. The best case scenario for the Bears is for Nick Foles to not play a down football for the Bears. Is that his? Yeah. Is that his? His and for Mitch Trubisky pushes Mitch yep. to be the quarterback that people wanted him to be. Maybe he won't reach those heights because the goals yep. are lofty but that he'll be able to be a competent starter yep. that can make plays and need him to. We're not asking for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Nope. You just need a, you need a Chad solid Pennington. game Carson manager. Palmer. That's all I need. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington had some nice years, man. Yeah. And Carson I mean, late with Bruce Arians. Yeah, he, dude, he was having really like an MVP along season Arizona, one year so... before they ACL. I know. <laughs> dude. Him, David Johnson um, was David Johnson on that team. Maybe he might have been. I mean, he's been around a while, man. You know, I think he I, was. But man, he's, you're talking about David Johnson. Maybe want to jump over that. But I, I just want to say one last thing before we can get to the Vikings. I know, uh, I know. Robert Quinn. I, I liked Robert Quinn. I thought that was a good signing. Yeah, and it came next with Khalil Mack. Oh to, man, oh, that's nice. that can be deadly. Oh. And then they just they got to draft a safety. Yeah. Draft a cornerback. They need a bright receiver help. Yep. They can get from the draft. No first, two seconds. Yep. So hopefully they can get some. Yep. Maybe we'll see Antoine Woodfield Jr. put on the uh, orange and blue. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, dude. He's going to be a nice pro. He really is. Especially with his dad's. Just seeing his dad. You know, people say families, especially um, families of pros, when they get to watch I their think, parents do it, they tend to just be better pros because they've seen it done before. They don't I get wowed as much. More to the NFL than it does to the NBA. Seems like the sons of NBA yeah. NFL players turn out to be pretty good. The NFL families. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the longs. Yeah. 
Chris, Chris and Kyle. Yeah, man. There's a oh. um, no a man. The exits. Vikings. I uh, a lot of exits. Obviously, Xavier Rhodes, Linval Joseph, Stephon Diggs. The big deal you got back from Stephon Diggs. We can see what DeAndre Hopkins got. The far, the far yeah, superior receiver. That's no at, knock on Stephon Diggs. Actually, yeah. like him. He's good. It's just that you know Hopkins is Hopkins. Yep. Oh, it made Bill O'Brien look real bad. Oh, um, I think Diggs is going to be nice in Buffalo. Yeah. I really do think he's going to be nice with Josh Dude, Allen. I think they have some punk rock personalities, man. Draft picks? Um, is that, I thought I saw that somewhere. We do? Did you guys have 12 draft picks in 2020? I actually don't know about that. I thought it was around 10. Um. Either way, yeah, man, we got we have some open spots, obviously, uh, both on defense and obviously at the wide receiver position. On um, offense, um, still needs still need to shore up our O line a little bit. Um, still got Rudolph going at tight end, man, um, which he had a nice year last year. Um, but I kind of like the moves we made. We we signed who was the big guy we signed up the middle um, to replace. Uh, let me get this guy's name off season. Uh, we 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 signed him to replace uh, Linval Joseph up the middle. We Michael Pierce. Cousins, yep. I know we got Ty, Ty J. J. Sharp. Man, that's a throwback. Michael Pierce. So, so Michael Pierce, I like uh, just to fill to fill that nose position. But Tajay Sharp, man, that was uh, fantasy football. Yeah, being what, in the dorms. Tajay Sharp, this man, he he might do it. I think sure, he had sure like thing. a few good games. And then he fell off hard. Hey, you might still yep. have it. I feel like the he Vikings did, always man. get the guys that I had faith in. Like Michael Floyd, I used to always get him every year. Yep. Michael Floyd. Oh, yeah. He was a. Uh, <laughs> we had did you guys uh, have Mike Wallace? Wallace at one time. That was funny. Um, yeah. We had Mike Wallace for a couple but of years with Teddy. What I wanted to say, um, oh, you go. You can go. You can go. But. No, so I had an we had an argument in that in my house the other night. So kind of, and I'll ask you about this hypothetical. So with the Vikings, right? So five years ago, I was a freshman in college, um, and during that you know January time, we were in the playoffs, and it was the famed game where we're down ten to nine against the Seahawks playing at TCF Bank Stadium. I was recovering from surgery at the time, really looking for a pick-me-up. This is January 7th, 2016, 10 days from my birthday, man. And I'm sitting on the couch watching Blair Walsh line up the 27-yarder, whatever it was, <laughs> and obviously shank that. it left. So, and there you go, boom, boom. First-round exit, everyone is devastated. They're like, how, how does this happen? Long story short, we move forward, we make some moves, um, lose some guys, pick up some guys, similar core still with the team. And we find ourselves here in 2020 coming off two of the last three years winning um, one playoff game, um, uh, one with Case Keenum and one with Kirk Cousins and then missing the playoffs the other year. So as a fan, uh, you, you kind of know it's a pattern and we're always a competitive team, always fighting for the playoffs in the playoffs. And always competitive in a playoff game. Uh, whether we win one, that's great. If we win one, it's probably going to be one and done. 
Um, and that kind of leads me to believe that we're becoming the Memphis Grizzlies of the NFL. <laughs> Just a team that's constantly like a four or five seed in the NBA. It's an easy way for me to rationalize it in my head. It's always going back to basketball. And 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 I had uh, uh, Kyle Mackey bring up uh, the argument that would you rather be the Vikings, you know, making the playoffs every other year or, or multiple years and have an off year once in a while from 2000 to 2020, or would you rather be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have the worst NFL record ever, but they have a Super Bowl in the last 20 years? And, you know, my answer you know, is, in my opinion, yeah. um, I'd yeah. rather have that Super Bowl. It's you got to have the Super Bowl, and and we've we've been trying. We failed. We have some of the worst losses that people have ever seen, whether it be the Saints, whether it be the Gary Anderson kick, my, whether it be the Blair Walsh kick. My thing um, is, whether it just be us blowing games, is, we just have the point that mo of playing the game is to win the Super Bowl. Anything short of that is a failure. Yeah, and if you've never if you've never reached that, you're a failed franchise. Yeah. So we've been that's, failing. That's, that's how I feel about it. I mean, there's no. I mean, yes. in my eyes, it's black and white. It's either you win the Super Bowl or you don't. You go to the playoffs as many times as you want. But if you never yep. see them play, I mean, at the very least play in a Super Bowl, no. I'd rather have one I'd rather have one Super Bowl win in 20 bad seasons. There's no, I mean, what's the, you know, like, what do you get out yep. of one playoff win? Nothing. It stinks, and it, it numbs you as a fan, and and there's no reason. So for me as a Vikings fan, I always cheer for them and want them to win, but I've reached a point where I'm not too emotionally attached, emotionally attached due to the fact that I have no faith in them actually winning a Super Bowl. And a lot of that fact is due to I Kirk Cousins. That. Okay, so oh, I was yeah, on the Kirk Cousins train two off-seasons ago. We uh, – we we lost uh, or we had Case Keenum. We lost, got clocked in the NFC Championship, NFC Championship game by yours truly, Nick Foles, um, which is a whole nother situation. And I was bummed to beat Brady, but um, you know, I just don't believe in Kirk, man. And we've had him for two years now. He's a solid quarterback. There's a reason Washington let him go. We extended him this offseason, which I don't hate because it did open up cap space for us to make moves. Um, make some signings, get some more draft picks um, in the building that we can actually pay. Um, however, I would like to see um, – I know we're going to run it back again this year, but if this year goes as I think it will, which is going to be an 8-8-8 eight to eight and eight to a 10-6 and six season, um, then, we, then we say bye-bye, Kirk. And <laughs> I, you know, like at the end of the day, I'd rather have Cam Newton or Kirk Cousins. I'm going to say Cam Newton. Um, I would even say, would I rather have Jameis or Kirk Cousins? And I'm going to say Jameis just because of the wow factor and the fact that I think with Jameis in a playoff game, we have a chance to beat some of the best teams um, in the league just if he has a hot game. Um, I've just reached a point with the Vikings where it's like we just keep running it back. The the core is getting older. We're making moves. But I I don't see this team winning the Super Bowl. They're past their peak. The biggest issue I saw with the Vikings – um, with this offseason is, I mean, I understand the type of team they are and the type of team Zimmer wants to have, especially, you know, focused on the run with Dalvin Cook. But I feel like the passing game and the running game, they have to complement yep. each other to open each other up. And, you know, with the threat of having Diggs <clears> and Thielen, I feel like that gave a lot of, released a lot of pressure for Dalvin to be able to do what he does. And then, you know, in the reverse, Dalvin 
created yep. a lot of opportunities for those two. But I think taking away digs and having more pressure on Thielen, I, I, I'm not very hopeful about what's going to happen. And Kirk. Um, we haven't seen Thielen. I agree. You know, he's gonna, yeah, like, but the thing is, as a number one, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's not just the number one. I think he's the only one. No, you're right. I mean, Rudolph. Rudolph's a pass catcher. He's a red zone threat. He's not a. He's not a great get get open receiver. But like he's not going to be Mister Third Down take away, in most cases. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Alan can both do that. Cousins safety blanket. And now that safety blanket's going to get double teamed if yes. not triple teamed. Uh, what's he going to do now? I know. Man, I know. Can, on third can... down, he's going to be taken away, <laughs> and that means it's Tajay but Sharp. I mean, there's a, there's it's somebody a chasm else. between Stephon Diggs' ability and uh, the other receivers on the team's ability. If those guys can't get, I think that's that. Yep. I mean, other no, you're right. I mean, defensive departures. I think that's the most concerning thing. Yeah, and and why did I mean Diggs wants out of town? Um, he's wanted out of town for a while. But you know, just seeing him get frustrated with Kirk, seeing Thielen get frustrated I mean, with Kirk. Yeah, but what are the what there's are the something options? up there where, like, I mean, I get what you're saying that the common denominator was Kirk Cousins, but can you get rid of him though? That's the thing. Like, are they, yeah. like what do they go do to get? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You 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 can't even get no, rid no, of no. You can't. You have to get rid of Diggs. Unfortunately, you're you right. Can't it's get the rid right of move. I mean, you could, but like, what do you? You're not going to replace him with anything that's better. So you might as well just keep. No. Him. Yep. No, you almost just got to hope he uh, he calms down and and because uh, he's got he's got the tools. He just he takes a lot of sacks. He's not that creative. Um. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't carry himself uh, like the leader that I would want to see on a football team at that position. But that's me, man. Um, I think the NFC we'll North will goes. be interesting. I, I don't know. I'm, I want to see what they do in the I mean, draft. Uh, the Bears could be terrible. They could. They could be awful. The Lions. Are, the, the I mean, I, the Lions aren't going to be good. They might. Um. I mean, who knows? The, yeah. yeah, they've gotten better, but the Bears have gotten better though. I mean, but the thing is, the Packers. The Packers okay, are going to be good. Okay, they got Lincoln Funches. Okay, but uh, but I think Funches is still a step yep. above. I mean, that's not a big grab. No. this Scantling, uh, because those guys are not good. Funches is Funches is yeah, you're right about solid. That. Yeah, I mean, okay. and with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, who knows what he could be? Yep. Uh, he was solid when he had Drew Brees throwing to him. He yep. was solid when he had. Cam Newton throwing to him, and Rodgers is better than those guys. Uh, but, you know, I'm just glad that the yep. Packers didn't get uh, Nick Kwiatkowski or even worse, um, oh, man, I'm blanking on the inside linebacker's name. A young guy, a young guy from the Rams, went to the Ravens with Kwiatkowski. Oh, man. Corey Littleton. If they would have gotten Corey Littleton, they would have been the... both of our teams. Okay. That dude is a monster. Great. That, that you know, yeah, that Raiders defense. defense might be on to something. Yeah. The, uh, dude, the Raiders defense 
is nice. I don't, what are they going to do car. at a uh, keep car? Maybe draft quarterback, that. man. Are they going to run it back with Carr? Because I mean, you know, they got Kukowski, okay. who's solid. They got um, Littleton, who I think is one of the most underrated inside linebackers in the game. You know, they. I mean, they got Nelson Aguilar, that Eric yep. Kush, Marcus Mariota. <laughs> your boy, your yeah. boy, uh, Jason. Oh Williams. yeah, they did send Mariota's backup. I don't know. Jason Witten, why was he going running it back? Yeah, I can't. After that Monday football thing, he must have just been like, I can't do retirement. I'm going to stick around. I think that team, that team will be pretty good. I mean, they could, they got, they got, they got picks galore. You know, they'll probably get They'll compete. Gruden does get them to compete hard. He does. No, no, it's Keelan Doss. Yep. Yep. Do you uh? Do you uh? I think that's solid. Like I don't think that should be Phil Rivers Prosecco. on the Colts. I think Rivers had a down year. Could be due to his age. Could be a fluke. No, I, the year before he actually played really well. So he had a good. Yeah, he had a good uh, twenty eighteen nineteen. He did. Um, they didn't run at Tyrod. What are the Chargers going to do a quarterback then? Because is that a Cam's? I mean, yeah, I think they'll roll with it. Maybe they'll. They're going to roll with that. Okay, I, I I'm intrigued by New England, man. I don't know what they're gonna do. I really could see Jameis in New England. Um, LASIK, Jameis, Belichick. LASIK, uh, LASIK. Wait, they, they I think he could be nice. I think he could fit in. Yeah, man. I mean, LASIK, Jameis, or no. revenge gear, Cam Newton. That's what I want. Yeah, either one, man. I, I mean. With the system they've been running, Jameis would make a little more sense, I would Could guess. Could this be but, the I mean, first Cam, time we've seen Cam with the Cam healthy would be good in New England. I... I mean, he's got nobody to throw it to. He's got Edelman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I, I doubt he'll go to the Patriots, but, you know, maybe Josh Gordon gets reinstated. <laughs> Love him to come to the Bears now that they, like, basically legalized weed in the league. Yeah. I know, I saw that. He'd be fine. But, uh, you know, what about Antonio <laughs> yeah, that would Brown be nuts. in, in I, I think, Tampa Bay? You know, the thing about Antonio Brown, what you know, it, I find it a little suspicious that, you know, we all these allegations, all this stuff, yeah, whatever. He gets out of the league and nothing. You don't hear anything about that. You still hear about Antonio Brown and see his videos and his rap career and him getting hit in the head with the weight. But you don't hear anything about any accusations, and I, I find that kind of yep. suspicious. You, you mean, know, like, people are just where, what happened waiting for him to screw up or what? Did they just disappear? It, they, there's, been, there's been no With the talk, allegations? Oh, no, when nothing. he went to court? No, I know. And uh, yeah, I don't that know. Did, that I'm shut, not a that shut up really quickly. Um, but I question that. There's not a whole. There's not a good answer to that one. Um, yeah, he was in in the. He was in court with oh, like yeah. a, a suicide vest on. Well, my, well, I, I, I really do think CTE's got a hold of yeah, him. Yeah, like a bulletproof vest. On. I was just watching that Junior Seau documentary, um, and he, you know, he was doing some similar oh, things, yeah. and I was like, yeah, 
This seems a little tough. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, a guy like that, too, he's been around football since. Getting smoked. Getting, getting his he head smoked what? upon. He's probably been playing varsity football since he was like 16. Smoked. And then you take, not only do you take football, or mm. not only do you have the head stuff going on, but you take football yeah. away from him, which has been his life for the last 15 years. Um, I feel like that's really difficult in and of itself to just have that taken away at the yeah. age of 31, 32. And just, you're just home, you know, you're just doing whatever um, with your kids, with your family. But yeah, I feel like it's a big yeah. void to try and fill, um, even yeah. with family. Because that's your passion. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> and you see other people doing mm-hmm. it and you can't do it. Because um, everyone thinks you're crazy. Which in and of itself will make you kind of crazy. Um, so I hope he gets another shot. Because he's really good. Um, it's almost inevitable I at hope this it's point. Not CTE. If we're being real. Um, with all of the hope... in the league. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, but. It seems like something that like keeps him more yeah. stable, to be honest. And on that so note, maybe man, it's not I think we're going to get into play, a little bit right? of NBA after this next break. No, I... We're back here. We're going to talk a little NBA action. Um, weird time for the league, obviously. A lot of uncertainty. There was that call uh, yesterday between President Trump and all the commissioners of the major sports leagues, um, discluding tennis, which happens to not have a commissioner, as well as the NCAA. Um What I took from it, or a big headline from it, was that Adam Silver kind of made the statement that he wants the sports leagues coming back and the NBA to kind of signal the start of the start of the economy again, as they kind of signaled signaled the uh, the, the quieting down of it and the shutting down. Um, I, what do you think about that, Joe? Do you like that? Do you like that sports is kind of spearheading that, um, um, making that call, or is that concerning? Uh, <laughs> I think um, that they should honestly not have crowds. Yep. Okay. They should just yeah, finish I'm, their seasons without crowds. Because, okay. I mean, the, the, the issue is even if they get, say we make it past the uh, shelter-in-place orders, that doesn't mean this is over. It doesn't mean it's done. Nope. nope. And the, 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 the fastest way to end up right where we are now is to get 70,000 people in a building. Yep. I mean, I understand yep. the loss of revenue and I understand the changes that not having a crowd makes. But if you want to finish your season – with the least amount of casualties, I think they should just play without fans. That's an amazing statement right there. <laughs> Imagine hearing that a month ago, man. If you want to finish the season with the least amount of casualties. Yeah. I You're was right, reading though. This, I was reading this article. And yeah. I said, in a weird way, Rudy Gobert may have saved a lot of lives. Oh, it, this is completely correct. Yes. He should get Rudy the Gobert... Medal of Freedom. Yeah, he's a hero in this. 
him having the coronavirus and having that panic day where Tom Hanks got it and the NBA shut down, yeah. suspended the game. That was everything. He so went from saved. he went to he went from zero to hero. Yep. From fool yeah. to cool. You yeah. know, this is something else. And I never thought it was that egregious. Like, he was joking around about it, as was the majority of the country, including the president himself. Yeah, but, um, but the thing is, he wasn't just joking around, man. He was I know. touching and sniffing. And it's just, it, 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 he just happened to be the first one to get it, and the first one that, you know, tested positive so, so recently after his escapades. Yep. It, it was, you couldn't write that. No. I know. It was a bad look. It was a real bad look. Um, so if the season but, ends, we hope it doesn't. Does that mean the Bucks just get the championship? No. <laughs> Does it mean the Lakers? So well, no, I think if the season just ends. No, but I mean, I think like officially, I think it goes to the team with the best record. Yeah, I wouldn't even give out a championship. But I think like, the the, like I mean, I don't know if it'll be. I think that it's like, that's just how it happens. Is that the rule? I think it's like in the rule. I don't rule. think that's the rule. I think it's in the rule book. All right. Well, I'm of the belief that they're going to do everything they can, obviously, to finish it. I don't think they're going to be able to. Um, if they were, yes, no fans, I would hope they would, they would be doing neutral sites. Yeah. And I hope that they would actually do smaller venues. Um in order to just make it a more intimate setting that's less weird, less quiet than a, than a huge stadium. Um, and I honestly think it's, I, I'm not, I've never been the biggest LeBron guy, but if this season is canceled, that's, that oh, sucks. You know, I, like hate to, I hate to break yeah. in, but looked it up. NBA bylaws 6.23. If the season ends prior to April 1st, the team with the best record of the year, the NBA finals will be held shall be crowned the undisputed champion. So I think the Lakers the have the best record. The Lakers? Oh, no, no, but wow. I think it's like, but but it's the team with the best record in the year the NBA Finals will be held. So that means 2020. So who's, wow. the, who's been the best since January 1st, 2020? It's been the Lakers. That Has seems, it? That seems wrong, yeah. That doesn't seem that's, like that's, that's kind of outrageous. That is super outrageous. So the the uh, the Bucks are thirty six and six. The yeah, Lakers are thirty three and eight. But the Lakers have had the best record since February. Since February. No, this is since February. Since February. Yeah, but since January. Fe- since February, Milwaukee currently holds a twelve and five, and the Lakers hold a thirteen and three. Oh wait, you know what? Fuck. I'm reading what? an April Fool's article. Oh my god! So just, <laughs> just completely. You know what? I, they got me. They got you. They got me. Wow! You know, that's the last wow. time. That is the last time I trust clutch points. <laughs> clutch points that is, is lost. What? What is that website? That's my fault, folks. You know, what? edit that out. Cut that out. They don't need to hear about that. <laughs> we can't. No, they're gonna have to hear about that, Joe. That's a that's a great moment right there, man. Yeah. Man, the Lakers, if they don't have a chance to play for the title this year, they got an old-ass team, man. LeBron's getting old. Rondo, Dwight Howard, uh, Danny Green, Dudley's on the team. Yeah, Not all these guys get minutes. I get it. But Avery Bradley, like these guys are not young bucks. They're, 
if they run it back next year, they're not going to be the same. Like, there's going to be tougher competition. You know what I mean? The Warriors are going to be better. There's going to be better West team. The Wolves, the Timberwolves will be better next year. Um, um, whoa, okay. The Kings. Hold on, hold on. They hold, will. No, no, wait, hold on. I agree they'll be better, but they won't be playing for a championship. No, no, no. I know. I know. I get it. Unless Devin Booker comes to town, which is a whole other thing. But well, How would I, that happen? Malik Beasley, we re-sign him, uh, get him under a big contract, throw in a bunch of draft picks. Devin Booker requests a trade, wants to come to Minnesota, play with D-Load and Carl Anthony Towns. There we go. Three amigos. Wait, wait. A whole bunch of draft picks. Yeah. I don't know. Does that work financially? Uh, well, it, you, you, they have to find a way to make, to make the contracts work. Um, I would assume it would center around Malik Beasley and picks or the Suns um are were better than the Wolves this year. Uh yeah, but uh long term we have DeAndre Ayton. Only, I agree, but what we have going for us is the friendship thing, which is proved to be a big deal in the NBA. <laughs> and I like that there's a friendship between deloading uh, uh, Booker and, and Towns. Yeah, that's but, my hope. Obviously, but I right? just don't. But, I don't know if you can get that trade done without leaving, losing one of those guys. Then there's no reason to do the trade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I would say, my probably Cat is held in a higher regard around the league than Devin Booker, but probably not by that much. Now, Cat has really fallen off in terms of value. Um, but it's not like it's not. He's still like, highly regarded. Still, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that trade wouldn't be super easy to do. No, it would not. What do you it think? would not. Two That's firsts, a... Malik Beasley on a decent contract. Yep, well, maybe three firsts. I don't know because Devin Booker's. What? It'd probably have to be three or four, man. Devin Booker's um, like twenty-three. Yeah, no, it, it would. It'd have to be a lot. He's a perennial all-star. Um he should be a perennial all star. Yeah, he's um, just a one time all star. Probably should be two time. Yeah. Um so I you know, that's my wishful thinking. But I I honestly think it'd be real tough for the Lakers. Um they'll compete for a championship again, but it'll be a lot harder for them next year. Just because there will be improvements. I mean the Blazers will be a better team. They're just gonna be better. Basketball having teams. the Warriors be back is going to be hard for them, yeah. Yeah, it will. Who's to say it the really Rockets have, don't have a new coach and they run a better system? Yep. Yeah, I mean, Westbrook was kind of coming into his own. Who's to say Przingis, who's actually looked a lot like his old self in the second half of the season, starts off high. Yep. Mavericks make a yep. couple of additions. Luke is a year older. Uh, you know, maybe he comes back in awesome shape. Maybe Mike um, Conley starts playing like Mike Conley on the Jazz. Yeah, that was a weird kind of fail of the year. Mike Conley on the Jazz. <laughs> Not a good fit yet. Um, but is it really a fail for the Jazz, who are in fourth place as of right now? Nah, this is, I mean, but I don't see them uh, competing for a championship. They're going to compete in the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't think they can actually oh. make the finals realistically. I agree. Which is why it was kind of brought along with Bogdanovich. Um, do you see Yeah, you want, do you see the Wolves retaining Sanders, Saunders? Bringing him back. Yeah. Yeah, which I like. Um, I'm still on the Ryan Saunders train for another season. 
he has not obviously had a roster to work with and to expect a whole lot from. The most concerning thing for me uh, with Wissanders is obviously the defensive end. Um, we're an absolute abomination on defense and have proven to continually be. Uh, the only way we beat teams is by having a really hot shooting night and, and just and outscoring them. Um, not by, and that I guess is outplaying them, but we're not really outplaying them in, in many phases of the game. Um, I, you got to run it back and you got to give them, um, some more weapons. Um, and, and I think this off season, there will be moves made. Um, there, as there is every off season now in the NBA, there's a whole lot of moving parts. Um, what do you think about Saunders? Um, I think he would have benefited from being an assistant for a year or two longer. Um, I, I can't argue with that. I one. don't think that he's awful. I mean, he's sure as heck a lot better than Jim Boylan. So, you know, yeah. but I, I think that, I think he's, his rise is a little premature. Um, okay. And I hope that doesn't hurt his ability to get an NBA head coaching job in the future. I mean, okay. I can't write him off yet. He's not done yet. Um, but I really do hope he does better next year. Um, yeah, he rose up fast. He's not – he has definitely not proven himself at all yet. No. Could, um, could be, you know, nepotism. Yep. Yeah, with, uh, with, with the but, whole family situation. Uh, yep, exactly. But I do think – I trust Gerson Roses. He's good, man. He's a really good president. I like the moves he's made thus far. He's stayed pretty patient. I never get the sense of panic, um, which I feel like the Wolves tend to panic and make a move just to make a move. Uh, but when you're a mid-market team, you need to stay patient and kind of strike when when it makes sense. And like the trade deadline for D'Angelo Russell and getting Wiggins out of town, I think that's a, a a fantastic move that made sense, and he waited. Um, and yes, off season didn't work, pan out, but he didn't make a, an egregious move to make up for that. You know what I mean? Um, um, right now, who's the starting small forward for the Wolves? For the Wolves, is it is it James uh, Johnson or no? Is it n- no? He's power forward. You call Wancho? it Jake Lehman, huh? huh? And Wancho's four. Because no, Wancho plays five, four, five, three. Well, Towns has been out. Yeah, it's hard. That's true. And James Johnson but is technically you, a two. I mean, not a two. I'm sorry, a three or four. He's a four. I feel man. like he played a lot he's of a three four. in Miami. Not that much. He's a four. Was he like six yeah, nine maybe? Yeah, he's a big. Six, he doesn't play seven. like a wing. No, he, he. But I don't know, bro. He's a ball handler though. He was doing. He was no, doing I mean, a lot of ball handling for the. The Heat? Yeah, see, see the... There's a team see, I here like. It is, here it is. Um, early in his career, he was a small forward, and he moved to the four. He, yeah, he's, he's been a four, man. Six, seven. He's, he's, he's both. He, I mean, but the thing is, he can defend the three, so he might as well could play the three. Because I'm thinking about the Wolves' yeah. options in the draft. Um, They're going to be either... You know, somewhere in the top five, most likely three. But as we saw last year, anything could happen. A lot of people haven't taken Weissman, and that would be interesting if they had Weissman round five, Towns yep. round four. 
Johnson run three. Uh, yeah, I don't love. That's tough, man. I mean, I don't love. I, think, I, mean, I but, like Cat at the five. But, but do you think he's more fit to play four though? He is maybe. Because he's um, out there. I just don't like having all. two bigs on the floor like that. But the thing is, I mean, nowadays we see Carl Anthony Towns out there on the perimeter, so. It wouldn't even be occupying. I know, yeah, he's been close, which, which frustrates me. He, him and Weissman wouldn't even occupy the same space. And then they would, I feel like they would help each other because Weissman is more defensively inclined. Towns is more perimeter mm-hmm. oriented. You know, Weissman can do his work yeah. in the paint. Towns could continue on his great shooting as of late. I think that might be their best option, unless they want to go OB Toppin, but he might not be there at three. I I like – Towns shoots threes well. He does. He shoots a good percentage. I don't want him to stop doing that by any means. But I do want him to start – what do you want him to be, right? You want him to be a three-point shooting big that barely does anything in the paint. Um, maybe we want that. Maybe we want him to turn into more of a K-Love type. But I feel like he has the athleticism. I don't know. See, I feel like maybe – I feel like the best case scenario I don't, I, for him I'm is – concerned. To try the Anthony Davis archetype. Yes, yes. I I think he's too focused on the three ball, man. I think that's too much of his game. He needs to get back to what he does either in the post, whether it's ball handling, driving to the hoop, making cuts, and just hanging out around the rim and getting putbacks, O boards, and, and, and just being a presence. Because I think as we build the team, they're going to surround him with shooters, and they're already starting to do that, whether it be deloading Malik, even Juancho. I mean, these are – and Lehman. They're not, they're not Class A shooters, but we're making slight adjustments. I just think he needs to, he needs to be more present in the, in the paint. I feel that. He does. I feel that. But also, I feel like if he can split his game up, maybe like 60-40, 60 paint, 40 perimeter – that's a nice that's yep. a nice mix. That's fine. That's fine. Right now I just feel like we're at fifty fifty, if not sixty forty. Um or, or seventy uh, did thirty. You say sixty forty perimeter? I said, I said, did you say I 60, said 40, uh, no, sixty forty paint. Forty perimeter. Okay, that's what I mean. I want sixty forty paint. I feel like we're at sixty forty perimeter right now. Um which is which I just don't love with a guy with his skill set, his ball handling ability, and even you know his ability to pass has gotten a lot better, and might as well utilize it because um, we don't need him. We don't need him shooting threes so with his skills. In that case, you don't want Weissman. No, no, we wouldn't want Weissman. I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like having that. having Carl play the four and then beat up on those fours. Oh, that would be so decent, bro. I, I, maybe there's something to like, be said for going bigger when everyone else is going small. You might be right. Well, well, but I mean, the thing is, there's still Rudy Gobert's. There's still like Capellas. Yeah, but I see what you're saying because a lot of power forwards these days are like six nine. Yep. At this point, they'd have they'd be having two seven footers, but. I would say, from what I've seen, it looks like Weissman moves better than Carl moves. Not that Carl moves poorly, but Weissman is a little bit more fluid. Yep. 
Uh, so that's a plus. But I mean, it's not like Carl really plays like a five anyway. Weissman, he moves well, man. He's not, he's not a stagnant big either. Um, it might be a good tandem. No, you're right. You're right. Um, and if he's available, how many games he play at Memphis? Uh, maybe like a few preseason games before that whole garbage with the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw him actually play a game. Yeah, it was probably preseason. But but I mean, there's also. Obi Toppin, you could argue LaMelo Ball. Yeah, LaMelo's going to be an interesting one. I don't think he'll be a fit with the Wolves. I mean, what's so different about him and, uh, besides experience, but him and D'Angelo Russell, you know? Yeah. Similar games, more smooth. I don't sense a whole lot of quickness. It's more, um, they're just effective with the ball in their hands. I mean, D'Angelo just gets open. Seems like Lamelo's going to be a similar guy. Um, I like watching D'Angelo, man. It was fun to go see that kind of a star like that in Target Center again. Yeah, <laughs> brought some I, good I'm energy. A, I'm a big fan of Malik Beasley. Oh yeah, he's got a perfect future to do Yes, I mean, he's a I weapon. Nuggets. I know the Nuggets didn't want to pay him. That's why yep. they got rid of him. But dude, he's a weapon. Who's to say he's, I mean, honestly, you might call me crazy, but would you take him over Jamal Murray? Um, Who do you think has a higher ceiling? Uh, there's an argument there, uh, especially for value. I mean, his contract's not going to be as, as large as Jamal Murray's, and his production might be comparable. Uh, my My thing is always... I would rather have Malik Beasley on Andrew Wiggins' contract than Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> like, I think Malik Beasley is a better basketball player than Andrew Wiggins, um, which is pretty amazing that we just grabbed him um, and we're able to get him with uh, D'Angelo as well because um, I, I want to see him resign. I think he's really nice, and I think if he is kind of streaky at times, but um, if you surround him with the right guys, if we get another piece with Malik, D'Angelo, and, and Carl, and then and and a draft pick, I, I kind of like where we're headed there. It's a lot of scoring, and there's and he's a, and he's a shooter, and we really need the shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I like James Johnson as a fit, man. I do. I do. I've I always you liked like James, James Johnson. Yeah. Defense, ball handling. Yep. Shoot Toughness. Three, okay. Yeah. Yep. MMA player. Black belt. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What about your Bulls, man? We were talking about this today. I, you know, you know I was listening to the Jimmy Butler. Well, sorry to jump in quick, but I was listening no, to Jimmy no. Butler on the uh, JJ Reddick pod. Yeah. And they they like randomly brought up the Bulls because um, they were asking. Well, not randomly. You know, they're asking Jimmy about his time with the Bulls, and and he they asked him what he thought of the Bulls right now, and he said something like that I I. I agree with. And then he's like, they got some players. He's like, they've got some guys where like, they could be a good team if they figure out how to play together and figure out how to play. Cause you do yeah, have, but... you got Levine, you got Wendell, Lori, Kobe white, Otto Porter. Like, and mm. yes, there's been injuries. 28.5 million. 28. million. What he played nine games this year. Unacceptable. I know. I know. But Fed young. I mean, there's guys mm-hmm. on the team. Yeah, but my issue is, 
if you want to win, it starts from the top, and the top is rotten. Yeah. It needs to be cut off. John like it's got gangrene, man. Get him out. Get him out. Pax, there's a lot of talk. It's looking like he's going to be gone. But the issue is they're saying that he could still have a position in the organization. That's a problem. And let me tell you, you don't get all that poison out, you're still going to die. Yep. It's got to be gotta, ejected. It's got to be yep. ejected. He's got to be gone. Jim Boylan's got to be gone. Oh, my goodness. They're saying that Reinsdorf wants the new person to keep an open mind about keeping Jim Boylan on. What? What? Yeah, yeah. What more? The players hate it. What more do you have to see? Yeah, it's done. What are you? What are you evaluating at this point? There, there's nothing. That's it. Exactly. And there's talk that Markin said if there's not significant changes, he wants to be traded. You know, there's talk about Zach wanting to get out. I mean, they've got to make these changes. They got to get them out fast. I know they've been interviewing the guys. They just interviewed the current GM of the Jazz. But the, I think what's been kind of concerning to me, Indiana Pacers GM yeah. declined. Bobby Webster from the Raptors, they're not going to let him leave. Okay. Um, GM right now for the uh, Miami Heat declined. I mean, this is for, you know, president of basketball operations in a bigger market than all of these places. Yep, and I'm, but no one even wants. Is good, but it like, Woj considered it to be a... Um, premier market, a premier job. Why are these guys saying no? You know? Why don't they even want an interview? Yeah. They don't even take an interview. So right now they're looking at Jazz GM, Nuggets GM. Just talk about Michael Finley, who's got a job in the back Michael of the Finley. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's also talk about Tayshawn Prince, who's been over there at the Memphis Grizzlies. And, you know, you know yep. how I feel about them. They've done a fantastic job. Yep. No. Oh, yeah. yeah oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I would take any of those guys over the scum that we got in there right now. And I want them to okay. bring. I want them to bring their boys with them. Yep. Get everybody out. Clean house. Get them out. Yep. Bring it has to be new done. Blood. Restore faith. Restore pride. Restore winning to this franchise. They need it. I, and and obviously there's some personnel moves on the team as well, but I Santa feel like the... gotta go. Honestly, <laughs> she get there, there's talk. I sent you the thing whether it's looking at uh, Derek Jones Jr. and Dragic. And Dragic. Uh, yep. Both of those I would gladly welcome with open arms to replace yeah. Thaddeus Young and uh, Sadaransky. Sadaransky, yeah. And then their yeah. their draft, they need to they need to get uh, they you know. I would like them to get Denny Evdija, the guy from uh, Israel that plays for Tel Aviv. Yep. Um, that might not happen. Depends on where they fall. Looking at being seventh for the third year in a row, which is highly unusual. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a tough spot to be. I mean, people, a lot of a lot of talk about getting another point guard. Cause I don't think Kobe White has the ability to play point guard. I mean, what do they think he is a two? I think he's a two, but man, he, the guy hasn't really had a chance. I yeah. think I think the best move for the Bulls right now is that they hope the season returns and they can play those games. But yep. before the season starts, they they get rid of the coach, they get rid of the front office, and they bring in a new front office. Don't necessarily have to bring in a new coach, but you want to see these players play without Jim Boylan and Garpax. Yeah, without that 
that cloud just all dude uh, watching I, I watched the bull we went to the bulls game remember yeah, yeah. and just the the way boylan interacts with the players he's like tibbs with the wolves he's an idiot they don't whoa, like whoa, him whoa, he whoa, calls whoa. these weird timeouts i don't know about Thibodeau being an idiot no no no. Thibodeau. No, okay Thibodeau's not an idiot but the way that his he interacted with players in the Wolves, I did not get the vibe that there was a good relationship between coach and player. Yeah. Anywhere okay. across yeah. the board, and I and I don't get that vibe when I watch Boylan coach the Bulls. Yeah, dude. It's uh, so both bad. on TV and live, it, it, there's just not they don't a fuck, lot they don't of mess with them. No, they don't like it. <laughs> uh, and that's just like a no brainer as a as a if you're Pax, like just get him out of there and just have an assistant. Get appointed interim head coach. An issue they have is they're still playing uh, your boy Hoyberg. So they really. Oh, they're still playing Hoyer. They, oh, they yeah. realistically okay. be playing three head the coaches. The Minnesota Timberwolves legend. They realistically be playing three head coaches, which could be a deterrent even for Boylan to lose his job because if you think about all the revenue that's been lost. Yeah. So you're going to spend that revenue because, you know, you got 28.5 big ones going to freaking. Otto Porter Jr. Unbelievable. You're going to have to be paying three head coaches. He's a bad basketball. He's, not, he's just not a great basketball player, man. Otto Porter, I don't think he's terrible. I think he's decent. But, I mean, he's never on the floor, so who cares? Who cares? I know. Wow. Yeah, I. they're going to – they're in a survivable spot, you know. Yeah, like they the, if they make the right decisions and they do clean house a bit, they got the players. You know, I'm a big Levine guy. I'm honestly pretty high on Kobe White. I like Wendell Carter. Lori had an awesome year last year. I'm, we went to that game in Chicago, and Lori's when he's when he's playing, man, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> he he's, can score from pretty much anywhere not on the really floor. Been used well, though. No, and I think no. that's why I'm saying you got to. Scorch the earth, let those yep. guys play, see what you got. Yep, yep, I hear you. Okay. But, I mean, do you do you think the season's going to come back? I think what it think? will. As yeah. long as they play neutral side, no fans. Yeah, I saw some, uh, another headline about, uh, and you read the article on, they're trying to come up with a test. I don't I know how this. Rapid test. Yeah, within minutes. So that way, you know, you could test players before they when they come to the arena and make it more rationalized why they should. It's okay for them to be playing. You know, um, we'll see if that works. Obviously, if they had a rapid test, that'd be huge for the world. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> Earth. Yeah, you know, maybe we get the sports uh, sports leagues funding some uh, some science here. It might help out. Who knows? But. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, one, I got. I got to ask you just quickly on the NFL. Brady on the Bucks. You like that? Bruce Arians, Godwin, Mike Evans, OJ Howard. I think he's defense, weapons, But can he get that ball to him? I think he can. I really think he can, man. I think he's gonna have a good year. I think he's gonna have a Favre on the Vikings season with the Bucks. I think he's gonna have a really nice year. Um, surrounded by new weapons, super energized. He's going to have so much to prove. Um, I don't know if he'll it'll last beyond this season, this next season, but I really think he's going to have a big time here. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, reminds, it, it reminds me of Favre going to the Vikings, man, a little bit, just because 
of the weapons we had um, with Sidney Rice, Vasante Shanko, uh, AP, <laughs> we were loaded, and our defense was good. And Shanko. the Bucks have a solid defense, and they have all the weapons, as we know. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to be nice. Yeah, man. I, you know, I wish him the best. I think it'd be cool if he won, or if he was like had success again. The Bucks. You know, you gotta see. And they got new. They got new uniforms coming. They do. Mm-hmm. That's actually very exciting. No, I. Uh, that Favre season back in '09. That was an iconic. That was a different energy than I've uh, seen Tony on Gate? any other Vikings team. Yeah, Bounty Gate year. Screw Sean Payton. Oh, the the Minneapolis Miracle was on TV the other day. And just watching Sean Payton just get crushed. It's just an incredible, incredible thing to see, man. He, uh, <laughs> he's not my favorite coach. By, by probably, so. real probably shouldn't be in the league. No. No, he should be done. He really should be. Players do like him, but he really should be done. Teddy loves him, Teddy Bridgewater. But yeah, yeah, man. But we gotta, you know, gotta wrap up here. I think we've been we've been rolling a little over an hour. But any good looks of the week for you, man? Yeah. Quarantine. Any what's what's the good news? Uh, I think my good looks of the week would go to uh, all the essentially employees out there, man, working hard outside of their home oh, yeah. in the danger. Shut we up. gotta start the uh, the seven p.m. collapse here in Minneapolis. Yeah. I love them. Let's get the people. Let's great. get the I, people going. I we're gonna try and do that around here, man. I feel like it would be good for morale, and it actually, I don't know, they deserve the clapping. I feel like they'd like seeing videos of it or even hearing it. So yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, Harris. Why not? Why not? Yeah, you? we we have <laughs> we uh. What do we do? We just hung an American flag outside our house, which is, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe <laughs> but, <it's>, uh... <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. So that happened. Uh, otherwise, good looks of the week. Um, I'd probably say good looks of the week. I'm going to be broad here and just say Mother Nature, man. This past weekend, spent a lot of time outside. Oh, yeah. It was sunny out here in Minnesota. Uh, went, went to a uh, high school field on Saturday, you know, got out there throwing the football, running some routes, throwing the Frisbee. And then Sunday, uh, drove out to near Duluth and did some hiking. And, you know, if you do it the right way and you can, um, get in a car with some people who you've kind of been isolating with and, and, uh, and go for a hike or, or go just spend some time being a little active outside. Yeah, I saw some videos of that, of that adventure. It looked phenomenal when it needed yeah, the exact so, location. The Jay Cook State Park, man, it uh, it uh, I I recommend if you're in Minnesota, and yeah, it's it it helps, you know, just to change the scenery because I feel like we're we're stuck in the same scene for a little while here. So mm. it's good to mix it up. It is good to mix it up. Yeah, man. But good to talk to you, Joe. Uh, man, man. It's going to be coming out Tuesday Tuesday morning um, for listeners, and you know we'll probably have another one coming out next week as. We're doing this quarantine thing, man. So cool, Joe. Yeah. Cool, brother. Having a good time.